1: In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Power hour number two (laughs) inside the locker room. And, you know, because we have Rob King, I usually hold off on calling it what we've done in years past wolf what's on that mondays which is the good the bad and the ugly
0: <laughs> yeah kingers too he's a pretty boy you know yeah he's you a know, quarterback you, you, and, say, you know he's yeah, on tv know, he, he was
1: a, i'm sure he was a gunslinger at some point ask type of guy you know but um you know th- this is that after action report monday right right and you know there was some good you know uh there was good about, there was good stuff going on yesterday <laughs> too
0: yeah I mean yeah there, it, there's no doubt it, it was
1: just it was segmented and it was disjointed and it just wasn't in flow um uh, you know three defensive turnovers man
0: uh when you got takeaways what? like that
1: come on uh mm. I mean you know I, and just just to miss those opportunities I mean and none bigger Sorry, as okay? my phone drops there <laughs> oh, okay. very loudly uh, on the ground. Um, you know, TJ and his third quarter just shenanigans. You know, there it's just it's it's so crazy how on time he is. He's going to give you a big play in the third quarter. That's just what he does, and. You know, it just, man. It, you know, it just, it's like, you you see that, and normally the Steelers are usually decent about taking advantage of that, but it, it you know, we just we fell short of the mark, um, offensively, for whatever reason. It just, it 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 wasn't there today, or wasn't there yesterday, and you know, short week coming off, and I, I you know, I'm just. I am amazed defensively. And then of course, you know, you said this. I mean Landon Roberts getting his first sack, man. Yeah. Uh of the season. I mean, you're talking about a guy who plays downhill one speed and that is breaks are breaks are not are not even optional on that dude. No. It's just full board. <laughs> I mean, breaks you know, nor parachutes. The, 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 yeah, brakes nor parachutes. Like, he's going off the hill Fast and a Furious style, like Dom Toretta. You know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just going off the edge of the hill in a Dodge Challenger. Yeah. And and for some reason, it works. I don't get it because that car would have been smashed in any other reality. <laughs> but, you know, it's a Fast and Furious movie, so they're crazy. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, him getting the sack. Um, I mean, the opportune times of of knocking, you know, the the Trevor Lawrence I see I almost did what you did I think I or or what Billy did somebody said Travis Lawrence yesterday Oh yeah like, ah, yeah
0: but I I almost, I, I almost did that
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it was just about to be me as well but I mean it was just it was like it was just phenomenal to watch how that worked and you know I, I know there was a post out there um I forgot who posted it somewhere on the, on the social media sphere one of those well, there's millions of apps. It feels like now um, talking about how uh, Foyasade Aluokan called out that our that they could call out our plays, mm. and that they were they they were very predictable. And I'm like, listen, you know, it, it, this is you know, Wolf. I, I think I just found my soapbox. Okay, so I'm going to step on it.
0: All right, step on it, my good man. Uh, yeah. You know, you make sure it's big, though, because you got some big feet, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: no, yeah. no, it, it, it's a big one. It's an apple crate size. No, mm. don't worry. Uh, it's very sturdy. All right. But it is a lazy take to take the words of a defender after the game and say, oh, yeah, we knew it. We knew what they were going to do, and right. we played a more physical brand of football. Yeah, Duh. Duh. You played a more physical. Yes, you were the more physical team. That's why you won. Okay, got it. We could. We knew what they were running before they ran it. Ah, I don't know, because that, if Deontay yeah. catches that ball in the middle of the field in and too high coverage and they and he splits you, and he catches that, that is that is at minimum a forty yard gain if not a touchdown. Oh, first yeah. play of the game, right? So you didn't see that coming. Um, you know, you did not plan for you know
0: George Pickens hurdling your guy to get into the end zone. Nope. Um. Nor did you plan you did, to let you, him get – he got an inside release, was beating the pants off of the corner. You know, I mean, yeah. if you know the play, why were you not in position?
1: Yeah, why were you not in position to make that play? My other thing is, did you know that – I don't know whose fault it was here, Wolf, so I'm, go, I'm just going to point out two guys. Dan Moore is hooking the defensive end. Right. And Najee Harris runs inside to where the guy is hooked. Yep. Did you plan for that? Right. Because if he bounces it to the outside, it's a completely different story because you are outflanked. The reason why, you know, I look at it from where I was sitting, the only reason why I saw Najee take that was because he saw the great seal block by Isaac Ciamalo on the blitzing linebacker who predicted and missed. Um, (laughs) And it went to the outside guy who had it, who, who Dan thought he had leveraged correctly. You know, I don't know whose fault it was if Dan read the play wrong and got inside out on the guy, or if Najee read the hole wrong and it was allowing him to get off, but that's another
0: one. He didn't plan for that. we It was on us. We exactly. helped you out. I watched that play over and yeah. over. Everybody was sealing it to the outside, and then Najee took it inside, which you had a trap by Rod, Rod, Hot Rod Williams was, was coming off behind, you know, like a G block. Behind uh, Dan Moore to trap the three technique up the field or whatever it was, the guy there yeah. and Dan got to the outside, hooked the guy. If if Najee had stayed to the outside, he'd still be running, but he went inside. And I was just wondering, maybe maybe it's a choice, maybe it's an option. I don't know because the second time they ran yeah. it, Dan got inside position and they ran up there and Jalen Warren like smoked it up there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was the uh, it was it was the old um, influence. It, it play. was it's it was, a trap play. Yeah. It was, it, it, yeah, it's an influence trap play, or what we call a gut play, right? Yeah. Where you have, where you have, where you have, where you execute what we call uh an X technique, right? Right. The de- uh, <clears throat> the tackle blocks out, tight end loops underneath to create the fullback block on the middle backer, as opposed to them double teaming up to that guy in a traditional,
0: you know, um, inside zone play or a man, a man, the a man one that man, I saw, a man double. Okay, the one that I yeah. saw was you had Hot Rod Williams was coming behind Dan Moore in a trapping yeah. effect. To hit that uh, whoever the defensive lineman was, because uh, Isaac would pull up to the linebacker, and then the other guard would pull to create that influence trap too. And oh, it was um, oh, Mason okay. shot up oh, to yeah. get the yeah. It was Mason. I, I know mentioned. which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, okay. and I saw. I'm
1: sorry, I, I was talking about a different one that it was gotcha. Hot Rod. They, they did switch replace, and he went up to the backer. Okay, everybody else stayed on their zone man path. Okay. from guard over. And this one was the one just between Dan and Hot Rod. Okay. Um, right. On an X block, it was it was almost like we we called it we used to call it um, it was the old ride 30, 35 Jackie. Okay. Where you would have it, it was actually a a backside play where you still had a tight end on the right, mm-hmm. but the wing guy cuts underneath and it creates that backside motion with right side flow. Okay. So that that's how I looked at it as um, in, in in our playbook. But you're right, the one where it was the, it was the double counter. With with the uh with the cross motion on the on, on the uh on the crack block. That was that was another play. You're right. So yeah, I, we're, we're talking about two so, different they, plays yeah. but in the same way. Have both had success. Right. Where you had the tight
0: the tight end coming underneath on the block as opposed to blocking in man on the line of scrimmage. There you go. I think that Najee does so much better when he's got a straight line sort of like a trap. He's got like a power, you know, uh, the ninety twos, ninety three tackle traps, that sort of thing where he's got it's a straight line thing. He can hit it and get it and use all that muscle and speed and everything else to power. I think Jalen does better with the the you know zone blocking schemes, you know, and how you could yeah. arrange that. I don't know because you certainly can't. Yeah. You can't divide it up by saying, "Well, we'll just man block with Najee and we'll just zone block with uh, Jalen," because everybody knows that. Then after a few times, so. Um, but you get somehow to work that in. I just think Najee does better with. Less sort of um, markers to see, and more just you know let let it rip, just let it rip and go. You know what I mean? No, I I, yeah, I, I hear you exactly.
1: I mean, it, it's one of those things where you're just like,
0: man. So I so I see the successes
1: in it, but like you said, when you have the early issue with the play, right? Uh, it just it kills your drives. It kills that momentum, mm. and. It's just, it, it, it's frustrating, but you're happy to see that, you know, A, your offensive coordinator is not afraid to go back to it. Right. Right, because right. he saw that there was something there. So, you know, for Lua kid to come up and talk about that, I'm like, dude, I was like, if we execute on our end, this is a completely different game. Yeah. yeah. And there's no. Doubt. I just find it very funny that, you know, an, an opponent, you know, come in, and, they, and they were mad disrespectful all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with the in the end zone, on the interception, yep. throwing the terrible towel down and, and you know, kind of – and listen, they got away with, with four roughing the passer calls that were not called. I, right. I, I don't care. I know we're not supposed to blame the referees, but it's tough when it's 17 on 11. Yeah, yeah. It is tough. And, you know, and I look at it and I'm just like – I'm like, man, I was like, you really – did you just didn't have to call that one on Trevor Lawrence – and guess what? Everything is fine. But when you set the precedent that this is how you're going to call it, mm-hmm. it's a problem and a frustration when you don't call it in the more obvious situations. And you had four opportunities to do it. You had three on Kenny, and the third was the one that took him out because you didn't, you didn't stop it before it got rolling because you missed the first one and you missed the second one. So guess what? You empower the defense to think, guess what? I can get away with a little bit more.
0: What did Mike? And they Tom- did. What did Mike Tomlin talk about? Understanding the tenor of the officials and what they were calling and to understand as professionals that, that, is, that they're setting a tone for you and it's exactly what you said. The defense going, oh, yeah. I can get away with that? Okay, I can do it again. And I can do it again with a little harder. You know, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, and I can fall on top of them this time. Right. Every
1: other quarterback gets bubble wrap. And now maybe this is a little bit of my PTSD and my frustration coming back <laughs> yeah. from when I was a player. <laughs> Um, but it was like the way that they, that, that they would treat Ben, you know, and wouldn't call stuff on him, but yet you blow on Tom Brady, you know, and, and he, and, and he he stumbles and it's, and it's a freaking penalty, you know, the way you protected Peyton Manning and drew Brees and Phillip rivers and everybody else. And then you let Ben just go out there and treat him like cam, like you treat Cam Newton, like you treat Lamar Jackson, like you treat the more physical quarterbacks in this league. And you think because they're tougher? Oh my goodness! But Kenny's getting that. Kenny's not that big. No, he hate, hate to tell you that. he to tell you that he's not as big as Ben. And you're giving the same credence to it. So whatever your preconceived notions are about them, and by the way, those were the officials that were at training camp with us for a week. Hmm. How about that? Hmm. So interesting. Well, we were like, we were like, hey, we 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 don't know these guys. Like, actually, we do. They were there with us for a week. They were the ones actually telling us how we should do things and and calling stuff. At practice for a week, dining dining with us, sleeping in the door. I mean, they they had they had cart blanche treatment for that week from us, and it was so lopsided. You would you would have thought that that somebody pissed in their Cheerios. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was it was that bad. And and let's not even get on it. Like, uh, and, and I love I love I love Bozzy because uh-huh. Bozzy went to his Instagram story yesterday and posted a picture. With laughing emojis, right? And he had the uh, the yellow line drawn, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, across the where the line of scrimmage was, right? And showed that our guy was not off size, which I already knew that because they showed it on the jumbotron. Our guy was off size, and in fact, that the the Jacksonville Jaguars edge guy was actually off size.
0: His helmet was across the line of scrimmage, unbelievably across the line of scrimmage. I mean, it wasn't even close. Yeah. And then you're gonna go and you and had you're the opposite about- side yeah. judge. I Yo, go ahead. I, I'm just yeah you just you scratch your head because you're trying to understand what you're doing all right you and an inane thing like this the, what the referee said and I got where's this quote here I got it right here this is what uh, Alan X said the right guard was lined up in the neutral zone his head was over the back edge of the ball so by rule that's an offensive offside foul okay. So if you look at the one shot, it will look like there's a little bit of helmet over the back edge of the ball, the ball closest to the Steelers' side. All right, the neutral zone is from tip to tip on the football, and then you look and you see a Jaguar. Well, first of all, if 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 Suamalo was offside, so was uh, Nate uh, Herbig, because he was the, yeah. his head was just slightly on the on the tip of the ball that was closest to the Steelers. All right, look past him and you see the jaguar guy that's his completely over the line i mean you know at, at the very hand worst, and helmet yes at the worst hand it should have been helmet. offsetting penalties you know yeah. I mean, I, it just it drives me crazy you're looking at one side and you you got a guy a defensive guy who's over the the, the one the one that can do damage is the de- defense they can they can block the kick you know what I mean? It's not like yeah. you're getting any great by by one or two inches you're gonna get any great uh, you know, takeoff ability for the offensive line to hunker down dog and block everybody. You know what I mean? You're already crammed yeah. back there, that's it. You know, the block, if anything, the block is gonna happen outside the C gap or five technique guys.
1: Well, and also that rule it was put in place to be more closely watched for the tush-push Philadelphia plays. Right. It was not for field goals and extra points. It was not – that was not why this rule – but they found a way to create that rule and for it to literally put us in a position where you have, you know, an amazing 54-yard kick go through the uprights and clear it in that weather condition. Yep. Phenomenal kick. And then you now say, oh, well, you got to go for a record kick. 59 yards. It's a you joke. Know, to, and and, and it, it, was, it was an absolute joke. And it was the opposite side judge that threw it. So it was called on the right guard, correct? Yes. Which was closer to our sideline. It was called no, on the left guard. Well, it was Suamalo. No, but Suamalo was on the right side. Oh, he
0: was on the right point. side. So then Herbig was yeah, on for the, the left Yeah, for side. the field oh, goal. That's right. okay. Yeah,
1: Herbig was on the left. So Suomalo's the right is, is the right guard in okay. this one. And the left side field judge, so we're on Steelers' side is where Ciamalo is. The judge that's on the sideline from on the Jacksonville side threw it. Hmm. I'm like, how did you even see that? And first of all, you know, I always thought this for referees, fishing your own pond, right? (laughs) Yeah. You know, fishing in your own pond means I handle my zone, my area, my side. Like, that should have been thrown on the Steelers' side, that side judge, should have thrown if they saw that not the opposite side guy taking the other person's role and that's where that and that's where oh that frustrated me that who, frustrated me who both. got
0: in the ear of the of the ref that's what I'm wondering i mean cuz he's over on the Jacksonville side it's like you said Yeah. he can't see where the right guard is cuz the center's head is beyond the right guard how did he know yeah exactly and, you know, and that that was that was what yeah, that i mean that really
1: Really pissed me off if somebody just yelling, hey, that guy's outside, that guy's outside, that guy's outside, and they just throw it out of reaction because they're believing what somebody's saying that is not their official buddy, right? Not the one wearing the same uniform out there, you know, because you're not talking to them and you see that and stop the flow and it just ruined. I mean, there but there were so many ones. I mean, also the, the one that was the offsetting penalties with the face mask and the holding. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. I was standing right there on the sidelines when, when, um, when, who was it? It was, Joey uh, Porter and the ETN? Yeah, Joey Porter yeah. and ETN uh running to the side. I'm like, dude, ETN has got his hand in Joey's face mask. I'm like, how are you going to call a face masking penalty on Joey? When Joey's the one getting offended, you know, is the <laughs> one that the penalty is And then you call some erroneous holding call on Jacksonville to kind of make up for, I'm like, to make it an offsetting, but I'm like, you got it wrong. Yeah. You got it wrong the wrong guy. Because how how in the world Joey got called for that when he's reaching around the guy while he has his hand in his face mask. Oh,
0: it's just crazy. You know,
1: I'm I'm just it, it's crazy. So I mean, there was just so many of those moments where I'm like, if any time for you to take a second chance, take a second look or at least huddle amongst each other like do it and 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 make it make sense. But it was just so bad in the first half of that game. Oh, it was just And terrible. it just didn't matter. I mean, thank God you got the obvious one, with Calvin Austin on the on the PI. Yeah, thank God. But also that James Pierre pass interference. Oh, there was another. Yeah, I'm trying to figure oh, that one God. out. I'm still trying to figure that. I'm like, where did he? Where did he foul him? Now think like, about this. You're talking about. Let man. me let
0: me just throw this in at you. I timed it off the off the uh, off the film. All right, four seconds. Before that official threw his flag from the conclusion of the play to when he finally got the I don't know what he was doing, whether his his flag was like stuffed in his, you know, his ankle sock or something. He had to reach way down. But I mean, it was at least four seconds before that flag flew. And, you know, that's not the way it works. That was so late. Four seconds doesn't sound like a lot until you sit there and go plays done. One thousand one, one thousand two, one thousand three, one thousand four. I'm going to throw the flag. You know what I mean? It, yeah. uh, it's like you're thinking about it the whole time. So I I don't know. Again, another one of those you know, can you f- really explain what you saw there and why you threw it? Because remember they huddled up and everything and I I thought they were going to pick it up, but they didn't.
1: Yeah, e- even even through the huddle, they came out with the wrong answer. Yeah. So it was just it was it was frustrating. And I, and listen, I know there was plenty of other opportunities to overcome those things, but it's tough. Right when it happens continually for anybody, any person, like it just, it hurts the morale of your squad when it continuously happens within one contest and especially one half of football, like that's where it's crushing it's debilitating. And, you know, to try and get your defense off the field in situations and that happens, or trying to keep the offensive momentum going. So you can keep your defense off of the field. Um, it just it it, it it just it makes it very frustrating and and as guys that have done it when you're in the middle of that and you're mired in the, in just the penalty fest it was it was so frustrating to watch it's it's tough to get up for those moments I don't care you know what people want to say and how you want to look at it I I, I can't I can't justify it because it's just it's a it's a tough thing to overcome and I mean and I know it's it's funny that they say. Oh well, when you look at the penalties at the end of the game, it was six for seventy-two against the Jaguars, and six for fifty-two against the Steelers. Oh, we, it, it's pretty even, pretty even. No, it's not because it's the timing of those penalties. Like right. the obvious ones, I get it, but there, but that that number should not have been as high against the Steelers. It should have been four penalties at best, and I'm still questioning that <laughs> roughing the passer. So maybe three, know. but. We better go to break, buddy. Uh, But I digress. I know we need to go to break. I'm lamenting a little bit too much. All right, I'm putting Uh, back the soapbox. It's a big soapbox. All right. It it is a big soapbox. It's sturdy. Uh, But we're going to step aside. You're in the locker room. We'll be back. ESPN SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio, presented by your neighborhood
0: Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And one of the things that was going that was positive, in my mind, was the play of Cole Holcomb. You know, Cole is an interesting guy, powerfully built, you know. I mean, he can run, this guy can tackle. You know, he, Quan Alexander, Landon Roberts, and Mark Robinson have really upgraded the inside linebacker position. They've got some, you know, they've had some issues too. But uh, certainly one of the things I think is that I thought Cole Holcomb looked pretty dead gum good yesterday in a lot of instances. He had uh, combined 11 uh, tackles and a fumble recovery, which I thought was important, and let's hear it. Shotgun now empty set, and they do the little shovel pass. And the ball comes out, and they go for it. And the Steelers have it. Cole Holcomb pounces on it. They tried the gadget play. It was uh, an apparent shovel pass. Yeah. All of a sudden, there was a hit. The ball popped loose, and Holcomb fell on it. And, you know, the beautiful part, besides Billy's call, I always love listening to Billy. He's the way, the way he calls the game is just awesome. But Quan Alexander shot through, made a great hit. On the tight end, you know, the shovel pass to the tight end, and Cole did a nice job of pouncing on that ball. Again, the defense rose up in certain instances. Maxie gave the opportunity to the offense. The offense wasn't able to really capitalize on it in the way that I think that they should have. But certainly, you got to love the defense when you got got the inside linebacker like Cole Holcomb does such an outstanding job as he did yesterday.
1: Yeah, I, I thought the linebackers, you know, did a good job for all intents and purposes. Uh, really covering and Cole, Cole was definitely one of the bright spots. Um and just how he did. I mean, eleven total tackles on the day. He was everywhere yeah. um on the field making plays. Uh, you know, and then like I said, Alandon Roberts also had five tackles. He had he had he had he had one and a half sacks yesterday and uh and two quarterback hits. Um, you know, Quan Alexander you know, had a more quiet day. He he had two plays, but he forced that fumble right. that Cole Holcomb did. So, I mean, the linebackers, when you're talking about production over the last three games, has been a significant uptick from the beginning of the season. Now you can see the guys kind of really settling into their roles and understanding, you know, the rotation and everything, and you're seeing the production start to match that. And I thought that was that was a really good high spot for, for the guys because – you saw them chipping in in different ways, and I I thought that's the mark okay of of a, of a linebacking group on the rise um, as we as we start to venture further in this season. So really liked it, and you're right that was that was a good moment. Uh, you know, another good one, even though people aren't going to want to hear this, but I mean, for the conditions and for what it was, Presley Harvin and punting, right? Yeah, he I mean, just had that one, had the one, but when you punt six times versus the other team punting three and you average 42.8 in that field condition and the opponent and the opposing guy only, only average 43.7, you're talking about less than a yard differential between the two Mm -hmm. when it's all said and done. And that was the average. So, I mean, so a lot of people are like, Oh man, you know, I'm like, like, listen, you go out there and try and punt in the rain. Yeah. Just, just go do it. Just go do it. Or it's very difficult. Um, so, you know, my, I, I want to also make sure that we point that out, that great job. And then, of course, holding the ball for those field goals and extra points. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, that—that's a, that's a tough job that people overlook because, like, you're expected to do this. Well, you know, if you're expected to do it and you execute it, at least make sure, you know, it's noted. So, I just want to make sure, you know, Presley also gets his attention as well in those situations because that's the other part that we don't think about because could have easily slipped – or shanked multiple times like in that and and it did not happen in that way and it was perfect on all of it on the snap holes
0: one of the guys that I'm worried about is Minka Fitzpatrick you know for him to go out like that you saw he was running across the field he grabbed his hammy and he grabbed down by the knee now if i recall i'm trying to remember higher up on the on the hammy is takes longer than lower or is it the other way around trying to remember i can't remember from my playing days you know if the hammy Um, pull is low behind the knee in the knee area does it take longer there or is it higher up near the butt that takes that's what that's what i believe i believe it's the higher butt one because
1: that's the insertion point also to your glute yeah that's Um, i
0: thought that i thought
1: that, that that was it and that's more nagging and deeper yeah whereas you know, it's more superficial as he gets closer to the knee.
0: Okay, I'm hoping um, that's what close, it is. Closer to the top, yeah. Because I, I saw but, him but the, grab the, low, and so I just wonder if yeah. that, that that could be a, more of a. Po- I'm looking looking for positives here, man. We got to have a few yeah. positives. Well,
1: I, here's here's what I will say. The positive was they came back out and was a lo- and was allowed to be on the sidelines as fast as he was, and he was walking around the sideline. Yeah. So that was one of the positives where it was a tweak that was. Too much for him to go back into the game, mm-hmm. but not so bad that he couldn't return to the team on the sidelines rather quickly and was walking around. Yeah, if it was a you bad hammy pull, uh, they'd was, have him
0: icing and, and hanging out. Oh, he
1: would have had this big wrap on his yeah. knee. He would have been walking around looking like he had the dead leg, you know, right, right. Um, for the all intents and purposes. And I think that that was a good sign, yeah. it was as fast as he is. You know, the one that I'm concerned about, of course, is Kenny, because yeah. Kenny did come back out. He did come back in his pads and his helmet, tried to throw, and the pain was just too great that he could not continue the game. So that's one where you worry about, especially in the rib zone for a quarterback, because of the expansion and contraction um, of the throwing motion, right? Right. That rib cage expands. When you're at full extension, throwing the ball compresses back down or contracts back down afterwards, and it holds in a more tightened state you know normally even when you're holding the football so that's one where I, I do worry about that you know where that pain is specifically with the ribs um that's one that i'm sure mike will address it in his own special way in the press
0: conference later yeah. <laughs> The press that. conference <laughs> will be following this show all right so what did you say wes 20 minutes from now, okay, he's feeding me the words as we're sitting here speaking. On. The Mike Tomlin press right next conference to me. will be 20 minutes from now, right here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN. Next time, I,
1: I, I'm going to be honest. I, 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 need, I, I need the breaking sounder. The, the, the and that one doesn't need the official. Yeah, exactly. That's the one I need.
0: <laughs> Due to the short week, Mike Tomlin will be speaking on Monday. So instead of Tomlin Tuesday at noon. You've got Mike Monday at noon doop, boop, doop, 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 coming up in twenty minutes. Doop, 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 oh yeah, doop, it's today. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, Thank you. See, that that's that,
1: that's the breaking sounder right there that we need. That's right there it. That's for we that need, one
0: again. More levity. You got to have levity today. Yeah, we need you gotta a little have bit gotta, of joy. gotta have levity. Oh my goodness. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yes. You know, but listen, listen. Let's just face it. I mean, in the show, we've already had a, a poetry reading, a, a speech and debate competition um (laughs) you had live guests that was good that was really (laughs) good too and then and then and then we have Wesley Wesley's man-made uh breaking sounder so Absolutely. i mean we, we, we are providing enough levity in this well we um, need it <laughs> yeah. we need levity yeah, we do. and a good donut
0: that's a donut just Ooh, you know a good kind donut of, yeah hurts. i think i'm gonna have to grab some. there is
1: around. leftover caliente pizza in oh, the refrigerator might have to
0: go microwave that up too all right we're gonna take off and come back with more because i'm gonna go check out that caliente pizza <laughs> we'll be back with more after this and i'm not don't think it'll be pizza
1: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, bell lap time here inside the locker room. That's right. that That is your lunch bell calling. And also our last segment of the day. Remember, stay tuned and locked in here on SNR because we will be bringing you the Mike Tomlin press conference, a early week edition because of the short week. So stay tuned. That's coming up right after our show here ends. Um, you know, as as a as I kind of as we kind of wind this down, and I, I, I've I've been on the X machine, guys. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I've been on I've been on social media <laughs> and. And you know, and one of my one of my favorite follows is "We Are Big Guys," just because it's it's everything O line related and 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 big guy stuff, uh, for your viewing pleasure. And bulk, what is that you would appreciate? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a Twitter handle, or, or no, sorry, it's an X handle. Okay, X handle. It's a page um, on
0: there that's just dedicated to you know your ilk, to big, fat guys, to yeah, you yeah. to you people. Yes. All right. To,
1: to offensive linemen, and it is it is glorious. Um, so they actually posted, and my foot just went in the trash can. Sorry about that.
0: Okay. Um, Slipped off your soapbox into the trash can.
1: I know, I know. Big feet, big feet. Right? <laughs> um, see, the, 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 it's hazardous even, even in my home studio. Uh, while you guys are crammed in there, I have, I have space, but everything's right around me. Um, <laughs> Also a big guy thing. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's an arms reach, but no. But they, so they, they put up the play, and 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 he he had the question of what happened to my NFL, and mm. what it was was it was showing it was showing the roughing the passer call on Keanu oh. Neal when he hit Trevor Lawrence, and was, you know and so and w- one of our listeners was like he's like he did it exactly how I was supposed to shoulder to the stomach he braced. Right. You know, on the outside, not to put his weight on top of him. That's exactly what the NFL wants you to do, or what they told you that they want to have happened. Right. And I just simply said, exactly. And I put a thank you meme out there. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's one of those things where. What do you call just, it? it? It's frustrating to see that. What's it, the handle? You know, oh, it's it's a at we are big guys.
0: At we are big guys. Okay.
1: Yeah. Or sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The at symbol and then we are big guys. Okay.
0: We are big guys.
1: So it, 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 it's it's a it's an offensive lineman love page, pretty much. I gotta. Uh, uh-huh. am gonna check that out. Yeah. No. It's, it's a good one. So yeah. So you know, ha, ha, had someone respond to that, and I mean, and even you know, um, who is it? Uh, oh, I got another one too. As as I'm reading through here. Uh, oh yeah, Laquan Jones. That's right, my boy Laquan. Laquan even <laughs> even liked it. <laughs> and he was like, he's like textbook tackle here, Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, so it's, it's frustrating, um, you know. And I got a lot of responses. I'm not even going to start reading all of them because I just, I just looked and saw there was a lot more replies. Okay. But, um, but yeah, it was like that's the frustration. That's the frustration in it, Wolf. And, and I know I have to let it go, but I got 24 hours, right? I
0: got 24 right. we hours. We still got 24 to hours to deal with it. Yep. No question about yeah. it, because we know Tennessee's coming up. And we're going to start our prep for Tennessee tomorrow and so forth. But the fact of the matter is, they got to get this rectified. I mean, look. I mean, you want to uh, talk seriousness? Remember the, the Trevor Lawrence sack? Okay, there were three guys yeah. that were piled up, at least three guys, if not four, and took him down to the ground. All of them landed on him. Now, how is that different than a guy, one guy landing on him from a sack when you got four guys? Landon, I'm no there's no call because obviously you're in a group and, and the whole thing is to bring the guy down you do but I I don't understand you know how why, why one guy doing it the right way doesn't get uh, gets flagged and four guys piling on a guy that doesn't draw a flag I don't know yeah exactly and it it took everything in my being
1: wolf I'm going to be honest here I was debating whether I would say it or not it took everything of my being yesterday at the airport. Oh, not to walk up to the group of refs. Oh, down. were they there? Oh, they were there. Oh, uh. they were there. <laughs> and I, 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 bit my lip. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to cause a scene in this, uh, in this little, in this little lounge here. Uh, you know, pre-flight. I was, I was sitting in the, uh, in the old, in the old. Uh, they, they had like a little lounge or whatever. And pre, pre-flight because I got there a little bit. You know, I got there in plenty of time. So I did have right. – and hey, Wolf yeah. has a broccoli cheddar soup. Oh, did you? Oh, soup.
0: good. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm just picturing it the had, alternate universe where Wolf and I wake up to a text this morning that says – Guys, Max uh, won't be able to make the show today <laughs> because he got in a fight with the referees at the airport last night. <laughs> he's, he's currently, yeah, being, them, he's currently being detained. <laughs> Actually, skip the show and go get Max out of the Allegheny <laughs> County yeah, Jail yeah, Airport, Yeah, could
1: you, could you guys post his bail? Yeah. It's only 10% of whatever. Yeah. Just whatever Wes, Wes,
0: grab a Comrex, and we'll mm-hmm. do the show from outside of the jail, all right? Just let us know when you can get <laughs> yeah. connected. He whipped all the referees. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I wanted to go over there. I was, I was so upset. Oh. And, you know, and the worst part is, like you know, my one buddy is John Jenkins, so he's one. He's one of the. Uh, he's one of. He's one of the field judges. Oh, and, uh, and and John said, "What's up to me?" And I was like, "What's up, John?" I was like, and I'm like, "Mother." Anyways, <laughs> um, you, but you know, but you, but, you, but, you, you, yeah, you, 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 you. yeah, oh. you know, because I was also talking because yesterday was my daughter's birthday, so oh, i was yeah. talking to her and uh and then i was talking to my wife because they were doing a whole birthday party like extravaganza uh, yes, you know yes. tour so so yeah but I, so i was like i had to keep it pg but man yep. i was like if you would know if you would have read the text <laughs> in my mind there was a lot of words oh you, a lot of words, you yeah yeah i mean and, and listen there there are plenty of there are plenty of things that i could have used at my disposal even though my hands was probably the one thing that would have <laughs> been perfectly sufficed in those moments but i was oh. like i was like man this could be a table of ladders and chairs match in, in wwe <laughs> style so. you're like, you're but, like, I, but i digress what,
0: i would ray the giant in uh that movie what was it um oh, oh the Oh, you talking about Princess, Princess Bride? Bride? Princess Bride, yeah. yes. Yeah, remember that when he yeah. when he's got he got the one guy and he goes, "I'm not used to fighting one guy. I'm used to fighting gangs." That would yeah. be you. <laughs> yes, that was me. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was like, I was like, man, it was just yeah, too easy. All right, you know. But once again, you can't you can't, you can't hit him. So yeah. all right, well we we have the heart out here. So I'm gonna make sure that I end it here before we go further down the rabbit <laughs> hole. I'm gonna work on my my anger management issues. Um, but uh, but no. You know, hey, make it a great day, everyone. This is one where you got twenty four hours, and then we got to we got to wipe it away. Mike Tomlin's already already moving on to the next page, so we got to do the same thing. Make sure you tune in. We'll be broadcasting live Tuesday and Wednesday this week, of course, game day on Thursday, and then, of course, after action on Friday. You know, big shout-out to Wes Euler coming in early in the morning with us as well. Also, Junior Ninja in training, CJ, and, of course, the Sensei Brian LaMartina. He's Craig Wolfley. I'm Max Starks. You've been inside the locker room. Go make it a great day and enjoy your lunch.